Welcome to Forgotten Cello Music. This is episode four, coming to you from Traveling Cello. Hi, this is Aaron. On today's episode, Georg Goltermann. He was born in 1824, died in 1898 from Germany. This cellist composer wrote a lot of music, but first, let me give you a little life sketch of his. He began cello lessons with Josef Mentor. He had composition lessons from Ignaz Lachner. In addition to those two, he learned conducting. In 1852, he toured Europe as a soloist. After the tour, he accepted a directorship in Würzburg. In 1853, he became deputy music director of the Municipal Theater or the Staatstheater uh, in Frankfurt am Main. Then after 21 years in 1874 he was promoted to Kapellmeister of the same Staatstheater in Frankfurt am Main. Now we turn to IMSLP and the music uploaded there. Total there are 54 works uploaded in the composition tab. Most of them are for cello, uh, nine of them are for voice and several for orchestra. The complete list of compositions, though not all of these have PDFs associated with these opus numbers, are 135 opus numbers. Then there are several that have no opus numbers and two sets of five nocturnes which are listed in the Collections tab. And now we turn to my own experience with Goltermann's music. It began in the Student Concerto No. 4 in G Major, Opus 65. I don't know when most students learned it, but I do remember enjoying that concerto quite a lot. I did learn all three movements. I wanted to do more of that kind of playing. It wasn't super difficult. There were some challenging sections that I had to work quite hard to achieve. And uh, if only somebody had pointed me to uh, all of the other output that he had, and we'll talk about some of those genres in more detail later. Finally... I discovered this treasure trove of music in IMSLP, and I am really grateful that IMSLP came into existence. When I first started using IMSLP, cello music was understandably thin back then. There weren't that many uploads. But I do remember seeing that there were other concertos, and I was thinking, wow, okay, so number four is not an arbitrary number. There really are other concertos that he wrote, and I was very happy to see that. And then I would check back periodically to see what else was uploaded, and to my delight, I discovered that he also wrote Nocturne, Sonatina's Tonebuilder, 
or tone pictures, tone poems as we might say. The first genre that I will talk about are the nocturnes. Um, it's really this set of five nocturnes that I found in the collections tab. And I just clicked on it to see, and lo and behold, there were those uh, set of five nocturnes for intermediate cello, and there also happens to be a set of five nocturnes for advanced cello. It's these nocturnes. They, they, five, six, maybe seven years ago now, they kicked off my true intrigue about forgotten cello music and thought, wow, this might be possible. They're easy to get under their fingers, they move along. Next comes the genre of sonatinas. Um, I remember discovering sonatinas when I was taking piano lessons and thinking, where are the sonatinas for cello? Uh, I've heard of a few at this point in college. I've heard of a few sonatinas for violin, but never sonatinas for cello. And I thought that was very strange. And finally, voila, IMSLP comes along. People upload sonatinas left and right for cello by Guldermann and Klingel and uh, several others. Three sonatinas. Guldermann wrote three sonatinas. Uh, come on, people. Why, why are we not playing this music? These sonatinas have their charm. I strongly believe that these type of sonatinas uh, are like a, a connection between the very simple um, and then the, the slightly more complicated character pieces, you know, the intermediate character pieces that are just uh, a through composed or uh, an ABA or something like that. These three sonatinas are a perfect example of, of something that the student can accomplish, I think, quite readily uh, if they've been prepared for it, you know. Uh, go think of uh, the Marcello, the Eccles, Vivaldi, Sammartini, and, uh, you know, the Bach Suites. You could throw those in that category for technical reasons. And you've got a fantastic segue into the higher brow literature, the the greats, the Beethovens and Brahms and uh, Mendelssohns and Shostakoviches. You know, those are obviously advanced, uh, but these do a specific job of preparing you to play those pieces. I just... When I found these sonatinas, I thought, man, if only I could have played something like this, I feel like I might have been a little bit more prepared for what was coming. You know, they, they, they prepare you in form, in structure. Um, you learn the sonatina form this way, rather than just having the old sonata da chiesa from Vivaldi and Marcello and all those you get the romantic style allegro form the sonata allegro form as they say finally the last group uh, I want to talk about in greater detail are the tone 
builder or the tone stücke, the tone pieces, sound pictures, tone poems. There are four sets of tone builder. Some of them are incomplete in IMSLP, and I don't know the reason why. There's not always an explanation, and sometimes people just don't know why. The opus numbers are 99, 101, 118, and 129. I have learned and played 101 and 129. In fact, it was 129 that I first discovered his tone builder through. Again, I was stunned. Fantastic pieces. These should be played. Sure, I, I know. I, I agree. There are a lot of really nice pieces that are being taught. And they have been taught the same ones for the last uh, 75, maybe even 100 years in a lot of cases. My argument really is, there's all this fantastic music now, why not play it? <laughs> These are short movements, six of them, generally one to two pages long, that lasts, I would say, on average, three minutes. Some of them a little quicker than that. These address technical issues, not always, not I think not always in the pedagogical sense, but maybe in the musical sense. Um, I feel like he's writing them for enjoyment more than for pedagogy in this case. They, they feel like good, solid recital pieces, and students could certainly play them individually or as a whole. One side note about his concertos, they are not all the student level, uh, I'd say low intermediate level of the concerto number five, uh, sorry, concerto number four, opus 65 in G major. Uh, there are a number of them, I think he wrote eight or nine, in conclusion, Goltermann's music is more than a cute side note or a byword, more than just concerto in D minor or concerto in G major. I would not categorize his music as great, but it certainly is very good. It's well composed. It's uh, got charm. It's got musical lyricism. Um, interesting technical problems that you have to overcome. Um, some of it's exciting music. Some of it's very beautiful. Some of it's extremely pleasing. Um, why are we not playing it? I just have that question again. Why are we not playing this music? There's so much that I want to do and I want to get out there and show people that it's really good music. This has been an episode coming to you from Traveling Cello. This is 
Forgotten Cello Music. Play more Forgotten Cello Music. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>